Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio. And it's a rainy day, and I love it. It's nice to see the the planet get some nourishment and uh, give everybody a chance to recharge themselves. And uh, so today I'm going to kind of continue on to the theme that we started last week. I've been taking a deep dive into ways that we can get ourselves healthier. And... um, and what I was uh, listen, I was listening to a um, a podcast, or actually an event with a, a Dr. Um, McCullough in Europe, where he was talking about safe and safe and effective choices, um, toxic proteins, and the ramifications of such. And um, what's really interesting, uh, he's got you know thousands of papers in the area and he's got all kinds of citations from medical schools and all this very very um important and actually um reputable uh credentials behind him so he's got some good information if you haven't watched him i recommend that you find him dr peter mercola and uh but one thing he was uh, talking about was he was talking about these um, toxic proteins and that they cannot be broken down in the body. And we are finding that this is the probability of this is not true now because we're finding enzymes that will actually do that. Now, the powers that be, the vast majority of the people on the planet have their information um, I'm very fortunate to be working with some uh, very uh, cellular-oriented scientists and doctors, and through the Dr. Dan Pompa program, uh, I talked about Spencer uh, Feldman the other day, Ben Azadi, um, and I have a special thanks to Dr. Susie Rivard, who has really put a lot together for the Dr. Pompa group so we can really get an understanding of what we can do to help people. And we do have a way to help people. Um, we believe. <laughs> and uh, the, the truth of the matter is, is there's, um, I think what Dr. Marcola touted was that 30% of the people that did make safe and effective choices, and he says that 72-ish percent of Americans did. Um, other statistics show 68 to 80%, so that's right in the line. 30% of them have no issues, no problems, probably never will. Um, about That leaves about 65% of the people that um, are having issues one way or another, the advancing of conditions potentially. Um, but the four to five percent of the people that are having um, pretty severe reactions, so one out of four out of a hundred, five out of a hundred, those statistics are pretty high. So I do want to talk about you know a little bit about what it is again, and then what we can do about it. But one of the things you know, I mean, there's several ways that this is affecting our health. Number one, of course, is the Um, effects on the cardiovascular system. These toxic proteins have a way of causing cardiomegaly or megaliocardia, which is enlarging of the heart, um, which is causing a lot of problems for people. And uh, this is something that you just have any of these effects. You might look them up, talk to your medical doctor about it. This is something that you want to be aware of. There's a lot of new, of uh, neuropathic issues going on um, in the brain and um, other parts of the body. Um, actually, uh, nano 
nano neurological issues. So this is uh, actually peripheral neuropathy are the small nerves in the in the distant part of the body are being affected by these toxic proteins as well, amplifying conditions people already have. So one way or another, um, safe and effective choice or not, peripheral neuropathy, which we are successfully having huge results with in our office, um, one way or another, just within weeks, we're seeing tremendous change. And I'd say 90, 95% of the people, um, we have some tough cases, and there's a reason they're tough, but we just have to stick, stay the course because we know that those nerves will grow a millimeter a day if we do enough of the right stuff faster than the wrong stuff can be done. So when we talk about peripheral neuropathy, peripheral is outside of by definition. So um, in your house would be the center of your nervous system. The central nervous system that's inside the spine would be considered the central nervous system. Anything in your yard would be the peripheral nervous system. And then once you're outside of your yard, you're now no longer in the body. But we do have, you are affected by uh, things that uh, come into your yard, be it um, pesticides, herbicides, um, toxins of one way or another, too much water, not enough water, and such, right? Fires, those kind of things from the outside can affect your yard and affect your house if we're not careful enough to, to handle it. But so the peripheral nerves, these nerves that come out of the nervous system, there's only 31 on each side and they go to 75 trillion cells. So one nerve has a huge effect on the body if it's got any pressure. And sometimes it's not symptoms. So many times people think, oh, well, I don't have any symptoms. And we're looking at per, for, in, uh, for, for a particular instance at somebody's spine, and we see that the disc is so narrow and the nerve coming out of the, between those two bones is, is, is very, it's a very precarious amount of space left. And we can see all kinds of problems from this, but it may not show up as pain. Only 10% of the nerves are pain. The other 90% are limb position, hot, cold, vibration, um, you know, organ function, things along that, like coordination, uh, all those particular uh, nerve functions. And, you know, when we're looking for testing those, we look at seven different um, sensations in the periphery. Uh, to find out if any part of the nerves are damaged. And uh, we also do thermoimaging pictures of the hands and feet to find out that you have the right about of heat in there, which would mean oxygen and blood flow, because oxygen is necessary to keep everything in our body alive. There are some anaerobic bacteria that don't need oxygen, but for the most part, our body needs oxygen to survive, including our nerves and especially at the tips of our fingers because and toes, because that's where things like diabetes affect the um, extremities so much. When you have diabetes, the blood vessels get clogged, you don't get enough oxygen to them, uh, to the tips, and then the nerves start to die and the cells start to die, and then you start to lose um, function of the area. And you come up with a plethora of symptoms from numbness, tingling, burning, uh, marshmallow, like you're walking on marshmallows, like you have a tight band around it. And then uh, things like you don't want to walk on uneven surfaces. You're afraid of falling. You're afraid to drive a car because you can't tell if your foot's on the brake or the um, gas pedal. And these are all serious things. So in life in general, peripheral neuropathy, 25 million Americans have been diagnosed with it. But that means probably 60 million, 70 million altogether don't know they have it yet. They're having minor symptoms that start to build up over time. And, you know, fortunately, we have a way to handle this and help people for most of the time. Um, and the typical scenario is gabapentin, Lyrica, those type of things, um, compression socks, and even injections for the pain and stuff. So, I've had um, several patients tell me that they've been gone down that path and it hasn't helped them. And then we put them through our system and we help them a lot. Um, it's amazing. 
So uh, if you come into our office or want to come in and do a, a free um, screening, we do the um, pictures of the hands and feet and have you fill out a survey just to find out whether or not we think you have might have peripheral neuropathy. Um, the reason I started off talking about the safe and effective choices because we're seeing so much more of this in the last few years. And um, I was talking to a group of, uh, that I'm a member of uh, the other day, and, and one of the gentlemen there said that he has, he's 34, five years old. He said he's had two friends in their 30s have a heart attack and die this year in the last year to 18 months. And one was his uh, brother-in-law, unfortunately, and another was a good friend. So what is going on that people in their 30s are having heart attacks? Well, it's a change in the vascular system of our body. And we know that these these um, genetic foreign genetic materials are um, causing damaging are damaging the blood vascular vascular. They're being, um, you know, a lot of the studies, especially if you look into what Dr. Um, McCullough is talking about, you should take a look and listen because um, 75% of the people in our country have made safe and effective choices. And those are, uh, you know, 30% of them are going to be fine, but the rest of you are going to potentially have some problems. And is it better to do something now or wait for it to happen? So, uh, the good news is, um, I'll be kind of flipping back and forth here, but the good news is the group of doctors I'm working with, and um, they're every acupuncturist, medical doctors, um, chiropractors, nutritionists, uh, scientists, um, all across the board, uh, have take, been taking a look at the fact that these um, foreign genetic materials can be broken down where we know that what ends up happening is on, in the um, DNA, these uh, materials have sta or started this cascading effect of these proteins inside the cell, incorrectly folded proteins. It's like if you're folding a sheet and you want the colors on the outside and you fold it the wrong way, the underside will be on the outside, not the the pattern. That's an incorrectly folded sheet. In our cells, those incorrectly folded proteins are become um, oil soluble on the outside, which simply means they can't be excreted out the body. So they stay in the body and they continue to cause damage in the body. And this is where these oil soluble proteins that are floating around in our body not only have um, sharp aspects to them that uh, stick to the cells, the cell walls, the nervous system in the brain, because the cell walls, nervous system in the brain are 50% fat and fat likes fat. So um, there's a series of steps that we can do to help um, reduce this effect on people. And the it's not a, um, a magic pill. It's not a you know, one and done type of thing. The first thing we want to do is make sure everybody's, it's got to be treated somewhat individually. There's a few different categories. There's the people that are pretty healthy. They know they want to get healthier. We can put them on a program to help them uh, open up what we call the downstream elimination pathways, which is the liver, the kidney, your skin, lungs, and the colon, fix the leaky gut syndrome, repair the microbiome in the gut. But we need to do that on almost everybody anyway. But we, and some of those people, we can start that program and work to get these, um, to break down these toxic proteins in the body. But what happens, um, there are four enzymes that have been found very effective and we have them all together in one. These four enzymes can break down this, this uh, gl glob of um, toxic protein. The problem is when that is broken down, there's a bunch of minions in there called prions, P-R-I-O-N-S, at least seven we know that are toxic um, from this safe and effective choice that people have made. And these run around in the body uncontrolled because they're, they, there's a code in them, like you have a sentence, 
Like I'll repeat what I said last time. You go to a restaurant, you tell the waiter to tell the cook that you want, you know, um, a hamburger, fries, and a chocolate shake. The the uh, waiter goes and tells the cook that. The cook produces it and brings it to the table. That's how messenger RNA talks to the DNA. So when the messenger RNA goes to the DNA and, and it produces this meal, so to speak, um, the meal's either healthy or it's not. Well, because of the aberrated message from the messenger RNA that got into our DNA, um, these, there is a run-on sentence. There's something called a stop mechanism in these um, revolutions of this protein. So it's supposed to go a certain distance and stop. And then it's done. It's eliminated out of the body within 2 to 12 hours. Our body has enzymes enough to break down these, all of these proteins and has for since time immemorial within 2 to 12 hours typically. These new ones don't break down. They found them a month later in the body and they're continuing to go around and around in circles because the stop codon has been taken away. The stop sign's been taken away. They don't know when to stop and they put them in ringlets so they go around and around. This is what happens. The cells uh, fill up with this um, strands of protein until a cell bursts or until it breaks down or the cell bursts, and then these get into the body. These are where the major issue that we're seeing is where the um, blood clots are getting into the body. And these things are really hard to break down because they have this uh, messenger in them. So um, what we want to do is there's three things we got to do. Number one, eliminate the source of these genetically modified foreign or the genetic foreign genetic materials we have to eliminate the source of that which is wherever you got them don't go back and get more um, if if this is makes sense to you and then the ones we have we have to break down and then the effects of those the little minions that are floating around which is a real hard thing up until recently to get rid of those so these are the guys that are running around causing a lot of trouble so the just to backtrack for a second if you take a look if you've ever been into a library in your life there are books on the shelf those books aren't read until somebody takes the book off the shelf and opens it. That's how your genes are read. When your DNA and all of the genetic um, messages are like books on the shelf of your DNA library. And a lot of people have cancer genes. They have Alzheimer's genes. They have colon cancer, breast cancer, multiple sclerosis, Keynes, Parkinson's, uh, muscular dystrophy, all those books are on the shelves in our DNA. They just don't get read. And as long as they don't get read, those will never express themselves in your lifetime, which is great. Sometimes um, a librarian will come and grab a book that's a harmless book, like a dictionary that she may take in a whole bunch of times, in and out. If the book next to it gets jostled, and that happens to be a bad book, then that can turn on that message in that book, slightly or greatly, which now is going to put forth whatever that message is in that bad book, be it you know breast cancer, uh, lung cancer, Alzheimer's. We think we have seven Alzheimer genes we know about, probably more by now, colon cancer, prostate, all that stuff. And um, so we want to make sure that we don't open up those genes for one. And, and the way we were doing this prior to 2020 is uh, similar to what we're doing now. We know that this you have to fix a cell to get well that's the uh, motto the war cry of dr pompa's pompa program any of us that are in that realize that you've got to fix a cell to get well and in order to do that you have to um, find the source of the toxins so you know if you if you're trying to bail out a boat and you're bailing and bailing and bailing and you don't plug the hole you're going to be like Sisyphus or whatever his name was, 
the guy that was uh, um, got Zeus mad at him. So Zeus made him push a ball up the hill for his whole life, this huge boulder rock. And he had to push this, this rock up his hill his whole life. I don't know, maybe some of us feel like that's been our lot <laughs> or not. But the, the main thing is to realize that we've, we've got to stop the influx of toxins into the body. Now, prior to 2020, we were talking about heavy metals, molds, uh, heavy metals like uh, mercury, lead, aluminum, and molds, which are pretty much everywhere, and also then hidden infections, um, glyphosate, things like that. In a recent uh, meeting we had uh, just last week with the Dr. Pompa group, with our private group, he was talking about um, adversity and um, the adversity in the body, which makes the body stronger. You know, we need to have um, hot and cold uh, feast and famine things in our body. Too much is something, not enough is something, because it hardens our body and it builds our resistance and our resilience and builds our nervous system. So think about, um, you know, the kid that grew up in a in a very I'll just say a wealthy home for example the mom never let him play outside everything was clean hands wiped all the time couldn't have any friends over because they were contaminated this kid's immune system is the worst that could be because he's never been exposed to the things necessary to get him healthy so you know it is good to be exposed to things a little bit of toxins here and there are good for us you know, too much of anything, too much water will kill you. But we need to be exposed to that stuff so our body can fight it off, especially right now, because we are at the a lull in um, this wild, wild ride we have of, uh, I don't know what to call it online, so my my uh, site stays up. But, you know, we're, we're at a lull right now of... Um, warfare, I guess. And, but beware that the next train is a coming. And uh, that one's probably going to be worse than this one. But, you know, if you're ready for it, at least physically, you're going to be a lot better off. So we want to try to make sure our bodies are as healthy as they can. So um, I'm going to go back to what I was talking about, getting your body healthy. We need to Number one, the, the, the number one group, we'll just call it A, is people that are relatively healthy. They know that they need to improve their health. They've got, um, we want to make sure that their downstream pathways are open, which is the large intestine, the liver's functioning well and clean enough to detoxify the body. The liver, the kidneys are able to excrete toxins. They're not um, doled out. The, and your colon is the leaky gut syndrome in there is minimized and you have a good microbiome in there so that it can break down whatever you're putting into your body, um, that your lungs microbiome are healthy. And um, then you can start to eliminate these um, foreign genetic materials, the uh, breakdown, the toxic proteins, and then the prions which are the minions that pop out when you bust the bubble of a toxic protein. So that's a good group. That's a group I'd like to be in, even if you didn't expose yourself to um, these things uh, personally, uh, you are still the effect of them to some degree because they are passed through the mucous membrane. Um, so you could be involved with somebody that was, uh, that did partake and you, the potential is that you do have some. So there's that. And then there's the people that never did it, but they might have been exposed to um, all of the illnesses of 2020, the first part of it. And um, there was a, a lot of stuff that a lot of people were hurt by that itself, even though they didn't ex uh, partake in any um, of the safe and effective choices, but that 
substance itself is not natural. It was modified and created. And if you just look at the research enough and you're willing to open your eyes and your ears and evaluate it for yourself and look at the people that are um, talking about it and look at their credentials and how many of them there are and not go for the false narrative, then perhaps you'll go, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to take the steps necessary for me to be healthier and to handle the next storm. You know, we are at a time right now in 2024 where there are so many fronts um, are being attacked. Health is one of them. Um, you know, we're, we've got a, an interesting year coming up with the people running our country. And we have a lot of stuff going on with the people um, coming into our country. Whether you believe it or not, or have looked in it or not, it's going to be an interesting year. And your health is the only thing that you really have to stay, you know, to keep on this planet. You, is The healthier you are, the better off you are. So, We've got that first group, the ones that can do the uh, preparation of their body to eliminate toxins and do the elimination at the same time. Then we have people that are not in good enough shape to do the detox program yet. We need to prep their body with what Dr. Pompa calls the prep phase. And this is where we're really working on uh, establishing a better immune system, healing up the digestive system, healing the leaky gut, helping eliminate a certain amount of toxins like closing the blood-brain barrier, like glyphosate is damaged and other forever chemicals and other toxins and drugs we've taken, and getting our body ready for the next phase, in this case, would be to actually try to eliminate some of these foreign bodies from our bo- from our body, and there's I'll, I'll discuss that in a minute, and that um, it might take a month or two or more to get the body ready where it's safe enough to do that. You don't want to do this and create more problems because the body can't handle the elimination of it. And then we just get back to the point of prior to 2020, where were we anyway? Well, we had um, we were looking at a very sick society. The United States at that point was rated 47th in the world for health. Now we're 50th. And uh, we have $4.3 billion, trillion dollars we spend on health care in this body. And it's you can take, take a look at even, I believe, the... CDC states this, maybe I'm misquoting them, that 70% of all health care expenses are managing symptoms. So you can look that up yourself and get the, the exact number and uh, the source. I don't want to misquote anybody, but you know I'm, I'm just trying to be the messenger here and try to get people at least a little bit more aware of there's something can be done about this and that they should do it. Um, for those of you that are, um, let's see, who might be watching, are, are going to watch this later on, um, potentially on my YouTube channel. I am going to open up my slideshow here. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you from KSCO Radio, and um, this show will be uh, rerun Monday at 3 o'clock if you know anybody you want them to listen to it. My shows are always rerun on Monday at 3 o'clock. And um, so basically, I'm going to talk for a moment about the toxins in our body prior to 2020. We know that there was lead and mercury, aluminum, cadmium, other heavy metals that come four generations down through mom's umbilical blood. So some of the um, issues that we have, we come into this life already toxic. There's 278 different chemicals found in the umbilical blood of kids that haven't even lived outside the womb yet in the United States, a study that was done by the world, by the um, work group and, uh, you know, we got, a, we got a lot to do to get ourselves healthy. Right now, there's a huge amount of aluminum being dumped on us from the skies. And this is 
um, not, uh, this isn't a theory, this is a fact basically because jet fuel, the jet, the uh, airplane companies found that jet fuel is much more efficient when it has this mixture of aluminum in it. In it. So they've been putting aluminum in the jet fuel um, in order to increase its efficiency. And this stuff just kind of falls down to earth. So aluminum, as we know, is a heavy metal. For years, we've believed that it could be uh, a part of the um, issues regarding Alzheimer's disease. We know that so many of the deodorants have had it for so long. Things like Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Rolaids all have aluminum in it. So we've been trying to caution people to eliminate this for, for years. And um, we have, uh, we're, we're still wanting to do that. The problem is that there's more and more people that are um, being exposed to this than ever before. All right. Well, now I've got my, my um, thing up here. Let me see. Next slide. Um, why is this doing this? Okay. Well, I'm just going to do it this way uh, just to make it easy. I'm talking about one of the things that I've been talking about and is the emperor's new clothes syndrome. So I talked to a group of people in a business meeting about this. The emperor's new clothes is kind of the way the society has been working for the last few years. And that is that the emperor came out naked, not a thing on, but nobody could say a thing. So everybody told him how good everything looked, how nice his uh, wardrobe was when in fact he wasn't wearing anything. So I'm uh, making up this emperor's new clothes as an example of what's been going on in the last couple of years. It's like nobody can talk about this issue, but the t it's time to talk about it because um, we've now had enough time to understand this. I said before that uh, if you take up a look, take a look at um, the New York Times, you can Google how many people made safe and effective choices. And there's a map of the world that comes up. And you can see that the United States is between 65 and 80 percent. The world's about 72 percent. Africa is the least of anybody. But um, this is one of the reasons that we're having the issues with these um, genetically modified foreign bodies, um, modified foreign materials. 72% of the people of the planet decided to in, in, you know, take advantage of this. And so these foreign genetic materials are in their body causing all kinds of problems. And we've talked about that a little bit earlier on the show. Um, for those of you that might watch this later, you're going to see that I have a, uh, a graph up here that starts from 2016 and goes to 2023. And uh, around 2020, there is a, uh, a spike where the World Health Organization actually declared something major happening, like this new existence of something. And the um, mortality rate stayed about the same. And then all of a sudden, at 2023, a new thing was introduced to us, usually into a part of our body, um, by something sharp. And you can see that the rise of the death rate is co coincident to that. And uh, so, you know, just believe me or not, go do your research and uh, find out what you're going to do in the future. Because number one, we got to be as healthy as we can. We got to get rid of the stuff that we accumulated over a lifetime and maybe even more in the last few years that are causing our genetic codes to be turned on that are causing an increase in mortality, that are causing uh, increase in Alzheimer's disease, heart disease, strokes, blood clots, diabetes, peripheral neuropathy, all these things that are taking out our country. You know, why would the most, the wealthiest country in the world be rated 50th in the world of, uh, for health and, and spend $4.3 trillion on health? I still can't figure that one out. Maybe you can help me. So the toxic proteins, uh, we know they are a very thrombogenic pro, uh, 
compound, meaning they're one of the most um, blood clot uh, laden compounds out there making the most. Um, myocarditis, inflammation of the heart, is also a um, huge issue these days. Um, blood pressure issues, dementia is on the rise, autoimmune problems are escalating, and there's something now called turbo cancer, where cancers that were either dormant or not in existent, the dormant ones are being turned on and they're rapidly progressing to where they're actually causing uh, you know, people to succumb to a cancer that may or may not have been under wraps, but they are rapidly growing with these turbo cancers turn, con, turned on from the safe and effective choices, the toxic proteins, and the foreign genetic material. The um, safe and effective choice, you can find uh, the, the statistics on here, has 36 different venoms in it, 20 snake venoms, which are phospholipotases that uh, will break down motor neurons and muscle membranes, the metaprotease, uh, which is a hemorrhagic. You know, snake venoms, when they bite you, you're, you just bleed out. You know, that's one of the things that happens. Uh, causes necrosis and zinc deficiency. There's also 20, no, 16 conotoxins. Conotoxins come from sea snails and other things along the line, and one starfish just for fun, one starfish toxin. By the way, the conotoxins damage the neurotransmitter um, acetylcholine, which is in our brain, that helps with cognitive function. So this is one reason these safe and effective choices could potentially cause more rapid dementia and issues along that line. So these four genetic materials have four things that were manipulated into them. Number one, they're stable. Most foreign, or most proteins that our body makes um, last for two to 12 hours. We have 75 trillion cells in our body. Each cell's doing 60 million functions a minute. 60, billion, 60 million functions in 75 trillion cells. And the, in those 75 trillion cells, these proteins are being made. They always are made in there, and they're, they're like a sequence where you take a sheet and you fold it four times. And the way that this protein gets folded four times then is a complete protein that is to be used by the body for everything. And unfortunately, the safe and effective choices and the toxic proteins are causing these sheets to be folded inside out with oil on the outside rather than water, and that oil sticks to uh, fat, like your cell walls, like your, neuro your nerves, and also to the brain itself. So that's one reason these are dangerous. They're also stealth proteins. The body can't recognize them. They have a cloak over them, and they're being stable. They keep going around and around and around, and they're supposed to get a, you know, you're supposed to go to the uh, restaurant, you order a meal, and you get the meal but they just keep binging meal after meal after meal after meal and the food's piling up and you can't eat it all so it spells out in the rest of the body. And that's how these genetic codes are being created because they've stopped, they've damaged the stop codon or they've damaged the communication between the waiter and the cook. So the cook thinks it just has to keep cooking out more hamburger. It's like Saturday Night Live. Cheeseburger, 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 Coke. No cheeseburger, Coke, whatever that one is. That just keeps coming. Or another way to think about it is uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice on Fantasia, where Mickey was supposed to you know, mop up the sorcerer's room with a bucket and a um, mop, and he thought, oh, I'll get clever here. And he picked up the wand and he decided to make the broom do it itself. Well, the broom started to go crazy, much like these crazy protons are doing in our body. And so Mickey flipped out, got an ax and started breaking the broom up. <sighs> Finally, it was handled. But the next thing you know, every splinter turned into a broom carrying buckets of water into the sorcerer's workshop, which flooded it. That is essentially how these... Um, foreign genetic materials are working in our body. The stop codon is gone. They can't recognize it. So it's a run-on sentence. And this, the, third, or the fourth thing that's really devious here is rather than being a straight line protein that has a stop on it, they've made it in ringlets. So there, not only is there no stop codon or 
message. It just keeps going around and around and around, and it fills up those cells with these long strands of protein. And uh, DNA, the DNA in your 75 trillion cells, your DNA molecules are actually six feet long. So if you took your DNA out of one cell and stretched it out at six feet long, and um, one of the things that these RNA messenger RNAs, when they unzip the DNA, which is two strands, and then a, a new part of the zipper gets on one of the strands to get the message, it unzips and then the regular DNA comes back together, you're actually creating more and more of these foreign proteins inside your cells and the cells eventually burst because they're, they've eaten up all of the what we call substrate or all of the available material inside the cell. So the cell either dies or bursts, whichever comes first. And now you have these things floating around in the body getting stuck in the bloodstream. And since there are um, these uh, foreign proteins on them that have sharp points on them, they float around and they stick to and damage the blood vessels, especially if you have issues like high blood pressure and stuff like that. We see dissection of the arteries, um, inflammation in the heart itself. Um, some of these things get stuck through the blood-brain barrier, and they get into the brain through your meninges. So the meninges are these little pathways through the center of your spinal cord. There's a glove that protects the spine, and in the middle of the glove, like if you have gloves that heat up, like you ride a motorcycle and there's heating things in there, well, those would be tubes that get up into the brain inside the middle of the glove that surrounds the, the uh, actual spine and the cerebrospinal cord, right? So they just get into your brain and then they lay down these things that actually affect the acetylcholine or the neurotransmitter that um, stops cognitive function and you start to get this wild ride. So the last couple minutes here, I'm going to talk about what we know can be done. So there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of information out there by a lot of people, um, pros and cons of everything. Uh, we know, and even some of the big names out there say that they are ways to break down the um, toxic protein. Some people, um, even Dr. Marcola says they can't be broken down. They just stay in the body and continue to cause trouble. But there's evidence now that a combination of four different enzymes can break it down. One of them is called a natto kinase, N-A-T-T-O kinase, which is some in some kind of Japanese food. But that uh, nanokinase, which kinase means enzyme, can break it down. Just like enzymes in your laundry detergent can break the grease down on Johnny's pant leg, the nanokinase will help break down some of the protein. Um, and then there's also something called serapeptase. Serapeptase is actually what butterflies use to dissolve their chrysalis. So it's a pretty strong enzyme that can break down these um, foreign genetic materials or these toxic proteins. Thirdly, there's something called a lumbrokinase, lumbrokinase that's found in earthworms, of all things, that is actually strong enough to break down these um, foreign uh, proteins. And then lastly, your body makes a pancreatin, which is, a, um, it, which is your own enzyme that's known to break down proteins. So all of those individually can help but when you put them together you know the sum is greater than the um the sum is greater than the what is it the whole is greater than the sum of the parts so that's why we use that now the other problem the big problem here is once you've broken down the big foreign proteins they're like a tank and inside are a bunch of soldiers with you know rifles running around trying to cause damage. These are called prions, P-R-I-O-N-S. And um, they have these sharp um, oil-based proteins sticking out of them. And these are what float around in the body and stick to things and cause all kinds of problems. The reason your body can't get rid of them, one of them is because they're oil-soluble and the kidneys can't excrete them. So we need to make them water-soluble so that the oils can secrete them. So there's a particular sugar called a, a cyclotron, cyclodextron, cyclo, C-Y-C, 
C-Y-C-L-O, dextron, uh, dextrin, cyclodextrin, which actually is the perfect solution because it's water on the outside and oil in the, it's like a donut, but the inside of the donut where the donut hole would be is oil soluble and the outside's water soluble. And those sharp proteins that are causing the damage being oil soluble, it's like playing, playing ring toss where you toss the, the donut and it's going to cover that oil soluble sharp thing with a oil soluble inside of this cyclodextrin and render it water soluble. So now it can get out of your system. So um, to date, really what has been the issue is number one, even recognizing the problem and finding the right source. Um, and that might be difficult for the average person who's busy leading their own life to find these sources, to find out what you know you, what you can have what you can believe or not. And if you find the right sources, you'll see that there is a problem. The guys that are dropping dead on the football field with uh, megalocardia, you know, they should never be playing uh, sports and exercising hard. My uh, friend of mine who's had two of his 30-year-old buddies drop dead of a heart attack this year. People that are having um, major, major issues with cancers and other strokes and stuff that seem a little bit outlandish for what we're used to in the past. So um, it's so important that we, number one, take a look at the literature and decide, um, you know, don't, don't be fooled by the narrative because it's really obvious that that narrative, there's some holes in it because of what's going on with the health of our country. And it, uh, the next train is coming and it's coming down the track and uh, you know, you want to be prepared for it. And the best way for you to be prepared for that, if you couldn't do what um, uh, the guy who owns Facebook is doing and having a bunker built underneath uh, Hawaii is get your body as healthy as you can. And um, that's what we're talking about. So um, we're putting together a, a system that we can help you. All right. So you got to help the downstream pathways. We got to make sure that your liver, your kidney, your colon, your bladder, um, your gallbladder, uh, all of that is working well. Your digestive system, your stomach, the um, enzymes in your stomach are working well. You just got to have a good working machine. If you had a 1956 pickup truck and it was all gunked up in the motor, it doesn't matter how well you polish it, it's still not going to run well. So we need to take that machine we have, or 1955 if, if for you Donald, if you're listening, is uh, we've got to get this thing running as good as we can. We know how to do it. It's not a quick fix. It's a commitment, and it's going to take some doing. Once we get this, again, there's people that can help break down all the stuff that I've been talking about. At the same time, they're, help, they're cleaning up their downstream pathways. They're healthy enough to do that. 30% of the people who did safe, make safe and effective choices, according to the literature, are going to be fine. I'd still get rid of it if it were me. 70% are going to have um, issues from it either now or down the line. And 4 to 5%, you know, a chunk of that 70% are going to have major issues of it. So that's one out of our five out of 10 people, five out of 100 people. That's enough to be concerned. And uh, so I think it's important that, you know, just realize you can do something about it. So let me see. I've got 16 pages of notes. Most of you know I never come in here with any notes. Um, just for those of you that might have tuned in later, um, I want to just mention again the genes in our body or the DNA. The genes are like a library. So it's a bunch of books on a library. As long as that book isn't taken off the library shelf, it's not going to be harmful to you. But if the librarian comes and pulls that book out and opens it, and it's read and there's a damaging um, issue to it, like whatever that gene or that book is, you're going to have that expressed, whether it is a autoimmune disease, a cancer, some kind of um, cardiovascular disease, neurological disease. Those genes, we all have them. It's just as a matter as if that gene gets read. And if that gene 
has to, in order to be read, the library has to, the librarian has to pull the book out. What makes our body or the librarian pull out unhealthy bad genes is a toxic cell. So we've got to clean the cell out, fix the cell to get well. And uh, that's a battle cry of the uh, health centers of the future doctor, of which I'm one, is um, fix the cell to get well. And why are we doing this? Why am I in the air talking about this? It's not something that, you know, I'm probably should be talking about, but I'm doing it for such a time as this because we need to hear about it. And uh, that's a biblical term for any of you who probably know that for such a time as this, we are trying to do whatever we can to enlighten the peoples of Oith so that they understand what they can do. You know, we've been told, we're almost done here, we've been told to uh, put away for our financial legacy. But, um, you know, most of us never really get to enjoy that because 23 months after retirement, most of us die, and uh, or 27 months for females. That doesn't seem fair. So your health legacy is probably the biggest asset you can have. Um, I treat uh, peripheral neuropathy a lot now. We're very, very successful at it. So many people have worked hard to put away to not be able to walk on the beach or on the golf course or on trails or run or bend down to pick up their grandkids because, or even drive because of the numbness in their feet. They can't tell, tell the brake from the gas pedal. And, you know, it's, it's a shame, but the good news is something can be done about it. Uh, my name is Dr. Duncan McCollum, McCollumWellness.com. You can contact Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, at McCollumWellness.com and just request information from us. We do have a peripheral neuropathy test. If you're local, we will offer you a complimentary um, screening of your hands and feet with a thermogenic imaging and a survey to fill out to find out whether or not we can help you or not. And uh, Dave Michaels is in the house. And we are going to be going out with Jimmy Hendrick's rainy day. And uh, I will see you all next week. Thanks a lot and have a great day. Rainy day, dream away. Let the sun take a holiday. Flowers bathe and see the children play. Lay back and groove. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.